Hey everyone, welcome back to the BioNexus Health podcast series, Autism Uprooted. Today we'll be traveling to the West Coast to speak with a mom who first brought her seven-month-old baby to me for help with the severe eczema, severe food intolerances, anything, almost anything that the baby ate gave him uh, incredible rash, itching, and uh, feeding was a big issue, gaining weight, obviously failure to thrive was a problem. And uh, today uh, he is doing really well. And um, Karen has very kindly agreed to share um, her journey with her baby to uh, recovery from allergies, severe eczema, gut issues, pain in the gut, insomnia. The baby couldn't sleep because there was uh, gut pain, gut issues, and itching all over the body from the eczema. So we will um, discuss all of that in depth. Without further ado, let's welcome Karen to today's podcast. Welcome to the BioNexus Health Podcast with Dr. Jodie A. Darshaw, who holds a PhD in Integrative Medicine, is board certified in Integrative Pediatrics, an internationally recognized pioneering clinician and author. And now here's your host of BioNexus Health Podcast, Dr. Jodie A. Dashaw. Hey, Karen, how are you doing? Hi, good. Good to see you. I'm glad you're here. Thanks. Yes, of course. <laughs> uh, you first came to me when uh, he was seven months old. Mm -hmm. Can you talk a little bit about uh, why you you decided to seek my help? Um, well, my pregnancy was normal other than I got really sick off eating eggs, which was weird. None of my other kids, I, I got sick at all. He was born, everything was fine, normal. Um, I decided to give him goat's milk instead of dairy um, for other reasons, and everything was fine. Um, up until about six months, we started noticing um, just a little bit of red, a little bit of, which I've dealt with eczema, my other two kids. Um, you know, that probably lasted a couple weeks, and then all of a sudden, it started like getting really dry, cracking. Um, not the skin cracking, but you can almost see like red veins just oh. everywhere. Um, very itchy. Um, his hair wasn't coming in. He had a couple little curls. Um, and then some of it fell out from when he was born. So he was more bald. Um, wasn't sleeping. We had the owlet that you put on a baby's foot and it can uh, detect when a baby wakes up or, you know, if anything happens. And you know, it got to a point where he was waking up 28 times a night. Um, Wait, just from 28 times a night from being itchy and uncomfortable? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it just progressively got worse pretty fast. Um, we, the sleeping, so that was a huge thing. So right away, you know, you go to your pediatricians and, you know, around, I think it was a four-month appointment, I noticed his feet were purple. Oh, that's normal. He's cold. See, his feet are cold. And then she'd touch it and it'd go white and kind of explain to me that there's still circulation. Mm. Okay, okay. And um, after maybe another month, I called again because the sleeping was so bad. And his eczema, his skin, everything was, you know, getting pretty bad. So went in, um, still convinced me that the feet were normal, the purpleness, and uh, recommended me to go to a dermatologist for the eczema. <clears throat> Went to the dermatologist, 
And at this point, he almost looked like he had some type of disease where your skin burns off. So we constantly had oh, to have some right. type of Vaseline. Right. Um, I sent you a picture. Um, can, can I share the photo? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It might help people. Yes. Thank you, Karen, for sending the uh, photograph so we could yeah. share. So this yeah. is little breaks. And there you is... can't even tell how dry it is, but it's really dry. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I, I see what you're saying about the hair. I mean, you know, yeah. with, with, with such a severe uh, skin condition, it would be challenging for hair to come in either. He is not, not thriving right. at all. Right. Right. So this is you with bricks when he yeah yeah th this is the red so if he skin. had any access with his hands he would just scratch it till it bled and we woke up one night and it was just bloody everywhere um so yeah peeling off pretty much his skin um <clears throat> and so when i went to the you know to the dermatologist they got his blood they want to get his blood taken we found out he had a ton of allergies. Um, his egg allergy was the most severe. He needs an EpiPen for it. Um, soy, dairy, gluten, um, you know, fish, like minor things for fish. I mean, just all these allergies, peanuts, tree nuts. Oh my um, goodness. Like, so what, what do you feed a baby? And, and dog dander. So we had a golden okay. retriever at the time. So they convinced me that it was the dog that the dander had gotten so bad into our carpet. Even if you got rid of the dog, he's still going to show reaction probably for six months down the road. <clears throat> we, we sent our dog for a couple weeks to my mother-in-law's. Um, we noticed a little bit of improvement, nothing crazy, still wasn't sleeping. Um, so they convinced me that the dander stays into the carpet. He's now crawling. Um, so, you know, I had the carpets deep cleaned two or three times. And I actually, I reached out to a friend at this time who was one of your patients. And she's like, girl, you need to see this doctor. <laughs> you caught, and I was desperate at this time. Like, I was like, I'm done. And so I reached out to you. We got like the first appointment you had. And I mean, within the first three months, um, his hair started growing um he stopped he started sleeping so it went from 28 times to maybe 10 times a night um wow. really you know itching got better it it was to the point where we couldn't put him down we had to carry him all the time or he'd be itching just miserable um <clears throat> and so you know after protocols and changing in protocols i mean his hair grew in his teeth grew in um now he's thriving um, come to find out his body just had tons of mold, like a typical doctor's not going to tell me that, not going to test me for test anything. If I would have just listened to them, who knows where we'd be right now. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, it's just amazing. You can show the after pictures yeah. <laughs> of what he looks like. Yes, yes, I will. So this is, uh, the, even his foot, I think I sent you a picture of his foot purple, how bad it was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That purple foot. Yep, that's that's the purple foot. My goodness, yes. Yeah. So, and, and it, it looks worse in person. Yeah, it's supposed to be normal for for a month. I I don't think so. No, that's, no, that is. Um, as look at his toes. Yeah, I know. For a mother, it would be extremely concerning to have this all over the body. Let's go ahead and show the 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 after photos of Brixton now, right? Yeah, let me go ahead and share. Oh, I just love this photo. 
Look at Brixton, yeah. right? So you you see that the, the, you know his his beautiful golden curls coming in. He's yeah. eye contact. You know he's looking great. He's gained weight. Yeah, right. And this hasn't even been a year. I mean, this is probably like six months. Right. Of, yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Within six months of uh, his um uh, the the full herbal protocol though, right? Yeah. You, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you've spent a lot of time, um, effort, and energy into making sure that his herbal protocol is uh, is done right. But it's so beautiful. There is um, one more that you said. Look <laughs> at <laughs> the cute little pose. Right? Wow, it's you know it needs to be seen to be believed. It does, yeah. Before and after. Right. And then there was a, a, a really cute family photo that you sent. Uh, it, 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 is it okay to share that oh, one? Yeah, of course. Okay. Yeah. So this is um, your beautiful family. Oh, <laughs> I love it. Yes. Look at him. Yep. Chub chubs. <laughs> wow. Just crazy. So, yes, you know. Uh, if you uh, recall, um, we did his uh, labs for his gut, for other systems in the body, for mold, <laughs> like you mentioned, right, for infections. And um, how did you feel when you saw all the problems in his gut? So it wasn't the family dog causing the problems, you know, at, at, at that severe level. There was a lot of inflammation um a lot of pathogens infections uh issues in the gut right enzyme problems immunity issues so what i mean was that um i'm sure it was scary but how did you feel when you saw his uh, stool test First, I was angry because of what I went through before trying to get answers. And I've gotten no, not even close to anything that we got. And so that's kind of makes me angry too. Um, on top of, I have an older son with autism. So I kind of am familiar with a lot of that stuff. And just to know if I didn't treat any of this, what the outcome could have been. Um, he could have been autistic. He, you know, we don't know. They could have just destroyed him. Um, all, all these infections and everything he had going on and allergies. And I didn't even know there was such thing as having an allergy to mold. You know, it's just, I didn't know that. And so it's just really sad that, you know, a lot of people aren't educated on this stuff and poor babies. I mean, there's no answers. There's tons of parents out there that have no answers. And I think that's where I was ang more angry. Right. And, and now I'm happy that we have answers <laughs> and I understand it more. Yes. I'm so glad, you know, I'm, I mean, uh, um, doing an herbal protocol for a seven month old, it is, um, it's beautiful. You know, I mean, of course, uh, herbal tinctures can be used even on um, much younger babies as well. In, in the hands of uh, a uh, herbalist. Yeah. What yeah. was the word I was looking for? You know, um, I was going to say an, an experienced medical herbalist. Yes. yes. So that, that is, you know, I, I, I just wanted uh, people to know that, yeah, it's, you don't have to be afraid of herbs. I mean, 
you know, and uh, Karen, if you recall, it was herbs and supplements, but they were fully customized to what we saw in the labs. You know, we were not going in blind and we were going step by step. Uh, you actually had to go in one drop at a time. So how how was that experience? You know, did you, uh, how did you manage that? How did you yeah, I went from the herbs? I went from the allergist saying, give them Benadryl and put a Band-Aid on it, right? To all these like, like herbs and cocktails and drops. And it was, you know, we started to really notice like, oh, wow, this is affecting him. Let's pull it back a little bit. And you actually see the effect of what's happening. And it's it's good because he'll clear up after that. And it's like, oh, my goodness. Um, you know, he went from his whole body, head to toe. They couldn't even do a skin test because there was not one little patch of clean skin everywhere. And now he only has a couple patches on his hands because he eats. Um, so seeing the effects from the herbals, I mean, it's just... You don't even realize how much work it is, but it, it, it's it's worth it. I mean, yeah. Yes. When you say effects, you mean the benefits, the good the effects benefits, from the yes. herbals, right? Yes. Yeah. And then earlier, I think you were trying to explain die-off. Well, yes, mm -hmm. um, it is important to experience die-off, um, mm -hmm. you know, and then so that we know that we are on the right track. And then you can certainly scale back just like you did. I thought you were amazing because this was the first time you were uh, using herbals and uh, you you actually understood. And I, I don't remember getting um, a, a whole lot of messages from you either that, hey, help, what do I do? How do we, you know, I think you, you actually took charge and you were um, fully determined that yeah. Bridgeton would not end up anywhere on the spectrum. He's going to yeah. get better. He's, yeah. he's going to thrive. So all of his developmental delays, uh, his uh, full body, like you said, head to toe eczema is better. You know, uh, he gained weight. Uh, he has eye contact. He is, is he talking? I'm, I mean, everything is on track right now, right? Yeah, I would say because we got in so early, he's maybe been a couple months behind on certain things, but they okay. come right away. I mean, walking, crawling, he's running. He says, mama, dad, dad, ball. He like talks gibberish as if he's having a conversation. I mean, he's just your typical little one and a half year old. And it's, yeah, it's great. I love it. How is his sleep? He's getting good sleep now. Last night he got up at five and went back to sleep. So, I mean, yeah, we were up every 20 minutes from him crying. Every we 20 minutes. Yeah. And now he went to bed, woke up, uh, woke up like what, 10 hours later? Yeah, about eight hours, eight hours. Goes eight back hours to sleep. later. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Big difference, 20 minutes and eight hours. Yeah. I, yes. I, I remember, you know, when, when my son was uh, given the, the false diagnosis of asthma, it was so weird. You know, all of his asthma tests were negative, right? When, mm -hmm. when you go to the allergist, you know, they have you blow these candle tests and all of those. Everything was negative. And, and he, he was put on steroids and nebulizer four times a day, um, you know, the inhaler. It seemed to help. It was just a Band-Aid. Yeah. And as soon as, and every two hours, he would be up. Every mm. two hours. And he would cough. You know, school would complain. Teachers were were being annoyed. I'm like, you're being annoyed. The, the poor kid is coughing, and you're like, you know, it's it, it's bothering the whole class. So it was a mess. Of course, we didn't get any sleep. 
Yeah. And the first time when he slept through the night, I mean, after we started treating him for pants, pandas, Lyme disease, mold exposure, you know, his sleep got better and better. Oh my gosh, that was, it felt like, no, it didn't feel like it was really that that was the first time I slept in years. Like, yeah. slept through the night. I mean, <laughs> you know, it, it affects their growth. Yes. It affects their detoxification, you know, it, it, it affects digestion, everything, everything, development. Yeah. So yeah. I, uh, I'm thrilled to hear about the mama, dada and, and babble, yeah. babble. Yeah. <laughs> so cute. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Uh, um, how is his gut now? So yeah, he went from like, when we started protocol, he was probably pooping about 10, 11 times a day I mean and we would know because he would itch like crazy after every poop just itch 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 and so then um now we're about three to four a day it's so much better it's thicker like we don't even know he goes because he's not itching so that's how we knew like oh he's over there itching he probably went to the bathroom um so it's a lot better um a little bit of like bloat, but nothing crazy. Um, he's, I don't know. I mean, I, I can't sit here and say, oh, you know, he has this going on. Nice. There's really nothing. I mean, we're going to test to see where he's at now. But I mean, from what I see, I would not say there's a huge amount of concerns. So with his gut. Awesome. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, uh, at our last meeting, I, um, I did prescribe is some retesting for him to see where yeah. he's at. So that, that, that'll be interesting to see. I'm sure it's going to be tremendous strides in his labs yeah. as well that he's yeah. made. Uh, so, uh, before we started the protocol, he was, uh, going to the bathroom, like eight to 10 times a day. And now it is, uh, yeah. more than that. You said sometimes, right? Well, now it's like three to four, but before now like, just like four. yeah, the start of mid protocol and things it was just everything coming out. Right. Um, yeah. It was about 10 times. I mean, by, before noon, he probably had five poops. <laughs> so yes. um, I, I recently met uh, fairly recently uh, met uh, two families um, whose kids go to the bathroom like 15, 20 times a day. Mm. Now, um, one one of them has shown tremendous improvement with the gut, and it slowed down. The other one is uh, uh, it was interesting. You know, I guess the the body has its own uh, own internal program. <laughs> uh, so instead of so, so this a uh, uh, nonverbal child with the uh, uh, gut issues, meaning not not full body eczema like Brixton, but just you know going to the bathroom like 10, 15 times a day, that slowed down just a little bit. But wouldn't you know it? He just started talking. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so that isn't that interesting because you know his full protocol was focused on the gut while we were waiting on his labs to come back, right? So we mm -hmm. were trying to help his gut. And of course, uh, the the gut has uh, had to have benefited because we saw the language coming, right? It, it, it is your gut-brain axis. But that was so interesting that the body chose to go that way. It went gut-brain instead of gut-gut. 
to improve yeah. the gut first. So that that was for Brixton, it improved the gut first, and then the the gut brain axis, you know, started to kick in once the brain inflammation, the body inflammation calmed down. So um, everybody has its own innate intelligence. Yeah, yeah, it's so crazy. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Once given the right tools. So tell me, um, for Brixton, it, uh, how is his diet? What does he eat? I mean, previously, you know, you we couldn't give him anything. So what does yeah. he, how is he eating now? Um, so, you know, we stay away from all the allergy stuff. Um, he has beans, rice, chicken, mashed potatoes. Um, we'll make his pizza. I make his homemade granola. Nice. He's my like child where I have to home make everything. I have to, home, <laughs> you know, his muffins. <laughs> um, cause a lot of things have soy and you know, I, we just can't deal with that. So, um, so yeah, I, I home make a lot of stuff. Um, you know, he's starting to recognize the other boys and what they're eating. So he's had a couple chips that he could have, um, fruit. We don't do vegetables. Um, how come he, he doesn't like too many? Vegetables no, well, yet? I think from the beginning, um, there was a reason why we stayed away from greens or leafy greens. And I forget why, um, oh, oxalate issues, oxalates, right? He, he, yeah. he was getting sandy poops, right? Yes. So um, I think from staying away from it, now it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> I mean, he'll eat squash, like I'll cut it up and stuff. But other than that, no. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll give you some recipes uh, okay. which you can sneak in, right? If, even into pizza sauce, you know, multiple vegetables can be sneaked in. So okay. I'll, I'll talk to you about that next time. Okay. <laughs> when we speak. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right, great. You know, it is. I, I remember um, when I first saw you at your first appointment. You were, I don't know. You know, I, I think you you had lost uh, a lot of weight. I think you were in your car. Oh um, yeah, we were on vacation. I had to drive to a parking lot. Okay, because <laughs> I didn't have signal. Yeah. Yes. And well, see that that is a mother's determination, right? You you mm -hmm. wanted the very first appointment on a weekend, like let's get going, you know, from yeah. mom's perspective, right? Yeah. And the stress, the the sleeplessness that I that I saw, and uh, look, looking at you subsequently, I'm I'm mean, looking at you today. It's like you you look ten years younger. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah. It's, it takes a lot out of you and, and you feel bad. And then you get that stress of why can't I help him? I just want to help him. And you know, oh, it's, it was heartbreaking. Yeah. And no answers. <laughs> so that was the most frustrating thing. Yes. There are so many children with eczema, which, uh, which are told that, you know, just avoid, you have allergies to almost everything just keep avoiding, um, you know, animal, pet dander. Uh, so many have had to uh, have the dogs let go. Yeah. You know, I mean, the allergist family members. This was one comment and he was a, like, a, he's a pedi a specialized pediatric allergist. And he told me, I said, he stays away from those foods. He says, sometimes kids just get itchy after they eat. And I, from knowing that, hearing that now, I cannot believe that some parents would walk out and accept that answer because the way he itched, I, you couldn't even feed him. He was just itching. It's just 
crazy to get that answer. <clears throat> yeah, sometimes this happens instead of saying, I don't know the answer. You know, um, I'll, I'll tell you one incident with myself. Um, Brian had a, a, a lot of head shaking motor tics from his pants, pants, pandas, and we didn't know. So his, his uh, uh, pediatrician gave us this answer, had been in practice for over 40, 50 years, right? He was, you know, a bit older. So he said, you know, um, it is quite normal for children to get um, motor tics. Um, so this is known as chronic motor tic syndrome. Like in a few years, he will uh, g grow out of it. That was it. So I I'm supposed to accept, right? With my son crying to me that my yeah. neck hurts. I mean, mm. every three seconds he would go, you know, head nodding, head shaking. So, you know, and then this progressed to vocal tics. He would go like this and go, oh, oh, oh. And he would go, it was so debilitating. It's like, you know, and he was home um, from school. We g gave him a neck collar to help him. But then his, his muscles got seriously tight. And it was just, I'm just so glad that I refuse to accept that it did, didn't make any sense. Like, yeah. you know, you, you, without a medical background, you were like, well, what the heck is that? And, and I had a, a medical background. I'm like, I, I can't, I can't buy it. It doesn't make any sense. Same yeah. thing with that fake asthma diagnosis. You know, I'm like, okay, he's having genuine breathing issues. So I'm okay with the nebulizer. Um, I never gave him the inhaler, um, you know, it, it, it never went to that. The, the, the nebulizer four times a day uh, helped him a four times a day inhaled steroid. Yeah. Uh, right. When he's passing all the asthma tests, <clears throat> all the blood yeah. tests were negative. All the manual testing was negative. So why do you call it asthma? Yeah. It was not. It was walking pneumonia, Karen. Wow. The pandas doctor ran, I don't know, 14 miles of blood for us. And uh, we, we saw that that he had walking pneumonia. Who knows for how many years he had that. Yeah. Uh, within three months, of, it was so deep in his lungs that we had to treat him for three months. Wow. And uh, three months on antibiotics. It mm. wasn't easy. Uh, but after the three months, his three years of nebulizer use was gone. His, his so-called asthma just vanished. And of mm. course, you know, we did uh, gut support and probiotics and all of that, yeah. but that's what it took because it had taken such a stronghold in his lungs. Wow. Jeez. So just uh, same thing, you know, uh, pediatric allergist. Yeah. Well, so same, now, I mean, a lot of parents say, you know, the febrile seizures are normal that's not normal to no. me I don't think any seizure is normal and it they tons of parents constantly get told that's normal right it's sad it is sad it is sad well you know you can't help everyone people have to help themselves I know hopefully yeah hopefully those watching will um will you know get a lot of information from what you've shared today 
So, and be inspired to explore, you know, to just not get complacent. Um, so that, you know, that is just awesome that you're here today. Yeah. You know, the friend that recommended me, she said one thing and I feel like this is it. You know, we spend money on tons of things in our lives, fast food, cars, going out. And I think the one thing we should all invest in is our health. I mean, everyone wants to live long, right? We should invest in our health. And that's where if you can do it and, you know, spend money on fast food and this and that you can invest in your health. And we're just seeing the benefits of this. And now I'm a patient. <laughs> so Yes, good. I'm glad, you know, I I think mothers need to take really good care of themselves. You know, you, yeah. you've been through so much, Karen. You're, you're internally a really strong person. So you're like, okay, you know, but yeah. I'm, I'm glad you, you realize that yeah. moving forward, you know, it's important to watch your health as well. Yeah. Yes, yes. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for joining me today. This is uh, this brings us to the end of um, today's podcast. I'm glad you were here. I think that was um, quite eye-opening. And, you know, I, I had a chance to share a um, couple of incidents from Brian's life as well. So, all right, keep smiling, take good care of each other, and I will see you uh, next time at the next episode of Bionexus Podcast. I hope you've been enjoying the the shorts as well. Take care. Namaste. Thank you for joining Master Herbalist Dr. Jody A. Dashaw, Director of the Bionexus Health Clinic and Bionexus Herbals, on the Bionexus Health Podcast, where we explore and share information and stories about recovering and healing from chronic and environmental illnesses such as mold biotoxin illness, Lyme disease, autism spectrum disorder, fatigue, Crohn's and colitis, mast cell activation syndrome, PANS, and more. Please help us grow our message by subscribing to our podcast channel and sharing the podcast on your social networks. For more information visit bionexushealth.com. Information within this video, audio, or text, collectively known as the podcast, has not been reviewed by the FDA. Nothing within the podcast is intended as or should be construed as medical advice. Information is for general informational and educational purposes only. Consumers of the podcast should consult with their healthcare practitioners for medical recommendations. Seek the advice of a qualified healthcare provider. Do not disregard the advice of a healthcare provider based on any information from the podcast. The information within the podcast may contain information concerning dietary supplements or over-the-counter products that are not drugged. Our dietary supplement products are not intended for use as a means to cure, treat, prevent, diagnose, or mitigate any disease or other medical or abnormal condition.